What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the Ego Death Podcast. My name is Chris Marone. I'm Blaze. And we are going to be taking this journey down the podcast route of, you know, expressing our viewpoints. We've had enough people be like, you guys should have a podcast. So now we're like, all right, let's do it. Yeah, we're not professionals, so no. bear with us. We're taking it one uh, one clip at a time. <laughs> yeah, that would be the best way to look at it. In our journey of us, uh, in in the journey of our friendship, yeah, as we've discovered, we met uh, while working a a night job together, security at this this place in Los Angeles, and um, instantly bonded. And one of the things that we both realized in many of our conversations was how badly we want to find more like-minded people who think the way that we do, knowing that our perspectives can be perceived as a little extreme, yeah. but they come from a place of real care and love and ultimately, you know, empathy towards whatever the, the topic is that, that, we're we're discussing or or addressing whether that's a current event or like our own life experiences. Yeah, I think the like people people hearing our conversations and wanting to get involved, and people hearing us interact and being willing to express themselves, whatever their perspective was on the topic, I think was one of the first things that let me know that this was a possibility that this was like yeah. maybe something that would go well for us. That like you know just being near our conversations people felt comfortable enough to express themselves in an environment or in a world where it can be very touch and go, very like walking on eggshells with a lot of people and expressing their views on things. So I think that was, that was one of several like flags of like, Hey, this could be the kind of platform or the kind of place where we could excel because we have such open and honest conversations and we're willing to have people, you know, get involved. And we, we come from a very, non-judgmental place you know it's not yeah. we're, we're we're very much about expression more so than judgment because uh that's important it's important to have a platform have a place where you can express yourself freely even if you don't have the perfect opinion it's like yeah. the only way to get to a better perspective is to to speak your mind and to get your thoughts out and to bounce them off other heads and see yeah. where it goes yeah we we are never the same version of ourselves that we were yesterday last year and and so on yeah you know, i i we kind of joke about that where I was like, I don't know if I would hang out with my younger self. Yeah, no, you know, probably not. And I think that's okay. That's yeah. great. I'm glad I'm not the same. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and stuck like that. And you talked about like where we come from, uh, for those joining us, you know, our backgrounds are both in entertainment, right? Different. It, it varies in what, you know, uh, path of entertainment that we're, we're taking, um, but in terms of like life experiences, we had a lot of similarities that that we noticed you growing up in in New York. Right. Can't believe where you were born and raised. <laughs> and yeah, then I was uh uh born and raised uh out of Florida. Yeah. Um, you know. So for me in my journey uh, in entertainment, uh I am a writer, actor and producer. Uh I have been at this career path now for uh, over 10 11 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started out as an athlete yeah. where most of my life was in the pursuit of one day playing professional football. I believed that that was a possibility for me. 
And so uh, journeying from the state of Florida up to Georgia, where I finished out my athletic career at the University of Georgia, go dogs, back-to-back national titles. Back-to-back. Crazy. Yeah, I then had a phone call that changed my life and hurled me into uh, entertainment. And once I did my first audition for a film as an actor and I, I booked it and it turned out to be this fairly big project, at least for a literal newcomer as myself, uh, a pilot for NBC, a casting director who believed in me, put the bug in my head, said, I don't know what you're doing the rest of your life, but I think you should keep doing this. And I will say that that decision changed my life to the person I am today. And I would not be in Los Angeles pursuing this career you know, having just completed my first film uh, as a writer, producer, actor, and uh, first feature film that is my own, done other works as an actor on shows like Westworld and Vampire Diaries or whatever, um, that choice in my pursuit of an ego death without even realizing it, <laughs> that, that put me on that path that I was going to one day, you know, hit this enlightenment moment and, yeah. and start to what I feel like now is like, evolve into this person I'm, I'm i'm very happy with yeah maybe maybe that's something we dig into at some point too this whole idea that like you know the, a creative pursuit in a lot of cases or i would hope in an ideal scenario a creative pursuit you're trying to to take your ego out of the equation because your your ego probably contains a lot of the specific um aspects of your personality that sort of differentiate you from anybody else so yeah. if you're trying to embody some other person, some other character, you're trying to get yourself out of the way yeah. and you're trying to be this new thing. So, yeah. you know, pursuing acting, being an actor, being creative. While dealing with the environmental effects. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I was talking uh, to somebody about exactly this idea that, you know, it's a different thing when you put on the costume and you start to really embody the character like tangibly. And I think that makes it a lot easier to get yourself out of the way. Yeah. You're looking in the mirror and you see this other person that you're yeah. playing rather than when you're sitting doing like a read, yeah. like going over these words and you're, but you're still wearing your jeans and you're yeah. still yourself. Yeah. But when you've got the outfit on and then on top of that, when you have the setting around you that you're supposed to be at, it totally, I think, drives that removal of yourself yeah. and your ego from the equation. 100%. Yeah. And talking about those environments, what about you growing up yeah. in your, your environment? It's not every day. Uh, Someone is born and raised in the heart yeah. of New York City. Yeah, it's, you know, you don't, I didn't realize that it was like a rare thing until you, you die left. When you leave and you go out in the world and you're like, oh, not everyone is. is well, you never met anybody who was like, you're born and raised here? Like, Well, the, the whole thing is that when you're there, you know, the only thing you're asking people is like, what borough are you from? Because, you know, I, Times Square maybe is a tourist attraction, but the deli on, you know, 73rd Street or the, you know, the coffee shop that nobody really knows about outside of the city, you're not running across like a bunch of tourists really or a bunch of people who are from out of town. You're running into locals or at least when I was coming up, that's how it was like. And so you basically end up interacting with, for the most part, New Yorkers. And, you know, New Yorkers have a certain thing about them, a certain like commonality in their character traits, the way that they move, the way that they speak the way that they, you know, make decisions. I think there's a lot of uniformity that you can see from people who are from there, even if they're from different boroughs or different yeah. backgrounds. Um, but then when you leave and you actually like get outside of the bubble, yeah, you realize like, oh, not everyone is an asshole 
and you know, not everyone is blunt and direct and not everyone is constantly running to the next thing. You know, that's kind of the, the natural state of things in the, in the city. Um, how much did that, that, um, would you say in sort of your path now in life, how much of the, the growing up in, in Times Square and, and, and around that and what, what led you to be into this, you know, as an entertainer, singer, um, phenomenal vocalist if you haven't listened to any of his work please go check him out i'm all right. uh, what would you say is like in that type of experience what what was something that was constantly affecting you or or would you say it was constantly affecting you yeah and were you aware of it well no you're not aware of it at the time because you don't know any different so it's like you're not thinking that oh this is a unique experience you're not thinking like oh this is so different from growing up in Tennessee you know you're just thinking like this is the world you just assume that like this is everywhere and this yeah. is what everybody's doing and thinking and you see a new face every day yeah that's that's exactly. normal, right and you know i think as i as i you know come into my own one of the things that i'm noticing that is a state of the of a, a natural state in you know new york or in places like it is a level of being closed off, a level of like building an exterior to, uh, you know, for self-preservation. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's no mystery or no, you know, unknown fact that like, it can be very um, dangerous. It can be very um, overstimulating to be yeah. in a major city, especially in like kind of the major city. And, you know, for a lot of people, their reaction to all of that stimulation and all of that risk is to build a shield. Yeah, you know, a shield, not just like a physical shield, like wearing armor, but like a shield for your personality. Totally. Because you just don't really know who you're talking to at any yeah. given moment and you don't know what they're capable of. And honestly, it took stepping out of that environment for me to realize like, oh, I'm not really that open of a person anymore, or maybe I'm not in general. And like, that is something that I try to work towards being more open and being more comfortable being open, whereas you know, in my upbringing and in my natural state, I'm perfectly comfortable being kind of shut off. Yeah. And I think a lot of people who are from New York or who are used to that environment are very comfortable being shut off and yeah. and kind of holding the cards close to the chest because of all of the risk that I guess yeah. is perceived. To be I did that there. naturally, but that also, well, I was raised by a New Yorker. Yeah. So that's probably where that- Yeah, that's where that comes from. from. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a, a natural skepticism you know, and a, a sort of innate sense of anything could happen at any moment and I need to make it through the day. I have responsibilities. I have a job. I have a kid. I have a, you know, a, a social responsibility, whatever it is. Like I have to find a coping mechanism for all of this, uh, uh, stimulus that I eventually normalize myself to. And then you go somewhere where there's significantly less stimulus and you think like, oh, I'm bored yeah, and I'm isolated and I'm not really motivated. And you, you recognize because you're outside of that environment that you were in before that like, oh, this like city was really motivating me to do a lot of the things that I was doing. And maybe I wasn't very self-motivated or I wasn't very, um, driven by some innate internal. It's some sort of like a, like a, like a, like a confine, yeah. you, know? you know, an invisible wall, so to speak, like in, like in video games, I'm a huge gamer, by the way. And, uh, we need those in life sometimes that, that give us some sort of like structure. Yeah. Mine was, what's so funny to hear you say that as I'm like, yep, yep, yep. Mine was football. Mine was, I had a schedule, a routine. I was set in that schedule. My, my days were defined by that. My achievements and accolades, both physically 
uh, uh, mentally, socially. They were all constrained to this part of my life that was my my livelihood. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I can completely relate to that where you get into this sort of industry and everything's just kind of out there on you for however you choose to to go after it. So you sort of are forced to either wallow it in, wallow in it, hate it, and ultimately leave it, mm-hmm. or take control, take agency over what can I do to further give myself this this sort of, you know, uh, structure that I once had. And the same goes in, in your social life, right? Yeah. Because you're no matter what, your occupation is going to have a big effect on your social life and who you're socializing with and yeah. what you're you're pursuing and you want to do with your time here on earth as you have it, you know? Yeah. So if you don't have that, no, yeah, easily you could just feel like I'm bored. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Be death by boredom, which I know a lot of people are, are going through in some way or another. Yeah. I think that, you know, having a lot of time on your hands for somebody who is maybe ill-disciplined or somebody who doesn't have a particular passion or doesn't have a particular direction that they've decided actively that they want to move in that free time you know they say the the uh, uh what the devil's playground it's like uh, uh idle hands of the devil's oh, yeah, playground yeah, yeah, yeah. you know when you don't have anything to do you tend to fill that time with stuff that if you're not careful will have a negative impact on yeah. your habits on your persona on your perspective and you know i mean we're we're all still kind of on the on the tail end of it was a very wild, crazy, you know, global situation. None of us were prepared for. Exactly. And I think that that in itself, that experience of, you know, the, the entire, everything about your day to day kind of arbit- uh, arbitrarily changing in like a moment's notice. Um, it can really, depending on where you are in your life, it can really derail and change the trajectory of, of your whole perspective you know there was a lot of people i'm sure who were on one path and saw the trajectory of where they were going and then when everything changed your whole mindset and perspective of of what where you're going changes and not necessarily for the better you know if especially when things are we forget that like life in general is very open-ended and we don't really know where things are going. Yeah. And we combat that by like having routines and habits to sort of rein that that in. Um, but We're I think so there needs out to... of control of our lives right. that we have to give ourselves, create the illusion that we're in control of something. Right, exactly. And, you know, there needs I think there needs to be a balance there too, a balance of, you know, your habits and your routines and having yeah. having those present in order for you to maintain your sort of sanity. Yeah. And then also understanding that like, Tomorrow is not promised. You don't know who you're talking to. You don't know when your opportunity is going to present itself. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the next day is going to bring. Yeah. So, you know, have hold both those thoughts or try to hold both of them at the same time and to move from that perspective. And one of the things that, uh, uh, with what you're saying, and one of the things that, that we discussed that kind of brought us to this place and this platform to, to find this community was this, um, this ego death yeah. experience um, and how in our own ways, what we went through in our ego death has led us to who we are, how we perceive the world. And ultimately one thing that we'll probably have many conversations where we oppose our viewpoints, but oh, yeah. that doesn't make us, you know, 
enemies. Right. It doesn't um, make us opposed. It just makes maybe our perspectives. Yeah, but our perspectives different. change. Yes, exactly. All exactly. the time. So, you know, I, you can attack or uh, uh, point out the flaw in someone's line of thinking. And that doesn't mean it's, it's, it's their character that you're addressing. That doesn't mean you're attacking them, you know, because like we just said, our thoughts do change. Our perspectives right. and opinions do change. Yeah. And, and, you know, accepting that, accepting that your thoughts and opinions change is to also accept that, like, I am not my ideas. I am not my opinions. I am not my thoughts. Yeah. There's a distinction between me, the person, and the things that I think, and the yeah. things that I feel, and the things that I uh, perceive. And I think a lot of people in the world that we live in today, they, they want to attach themselves to whatever their thought or belief is at yeah. the time. They oh, want to yeah. be like, my identity is fully defined by what I think and feel right now. But I think that the maybe unintended consequence of that is like, now who you are is is not malleable anymore. Yeah. Because you've now halted the ability to update the information or to you know update the source code because you're like, okay, this is my perspective and that's not wavering. Now, there are some things that I think it's reasonable to say my perspective is not going to change on any time soon. Right. You know, there's like, I don't like, want to be stabbed. Yeah. Like there's some moral, like foundational stuff that I could say from when I was 10 years old to now yeah. has not changed. And those things I can probably lean on are probably not going to change, yeah. but it's even possible that those could change. Yeah. You know, e even the foundational stuff that your sort of perception of reality is built on. I think you need to be willing to say, Hey, that could change. I could have some experience or some event could happen or I could see something or meet somebody that fundamentally like shakes my foundation of what I think about the world or what I think about myself. And it's just the, the willingness to be open to that, you know, yeah. I, and, and this word open is, it keeps on coming back up in my own personal life. Like we were talking, like I was talking about being closed off and, you know, I think that even though I have plenty of things to say about this city that we live in now, one thing that I think that it's forcing me to do that's a positive actor is forcing me to be more open yeah. and to be more willing to be open and to show my hand, to show my cards, to show myself um, and seeing what comes of that, you know, because I think I have at least, you know, 20, 25 years of experience with what the end point is of just being closed off all the time. Yeah or not really being willing to be open in most situations. Yeah. You you kind of end up, I think, missing out on a lot of opportunities, missing out on a lot of connections. But I can also understand the perspective of somebody who moves from that closed off space because they're like, I'm self-preserving. Yeah. I'm worried that by being open, somebody's going to take advantage of me. Somebody's going to derail my life. Some factor out there in the world is going to break my, you know, stride. Yeah. So I can I can empathize with somebody who's, is actively closed off for the sake of self-preservation. But yeah. again, it comes back to balance. And 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 in that pursuit of balance and in 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 our pursuits in life, this space, the the Ego Death podcast is where we are, like we like I said before, seeking a community of like-minded people um that sort of are open or mm -hmm. not sort of like-minded people who are open yeah willing to open up is another thing mm -hmm. and for those who aren't i actually still want to hear yeah what they have to say exactly you know um because like you said before 
there are certain foundational aspects of who you are uh, that won't change. But I would say, and for me, who I was prior to where at a point in my life was my ego death and now current journey into evolving the, the type of person that I am today. Now, post that experience, yeah, I have fundamental things that I didn't have before that are, I'm not going to labor on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I think that, that, so there's something there too. It's like, if you have some sort of experience or if you actively uh, chase an ego death and, or, or you chase the experience of humbling your ego, you may find that there are things about your fundamental personality that are still present in that moment, are still present when you are trying to distill out your ego. Yeah. And again, maybe those are the kinds of things that you want to lean on as your fundamental, foundational, yeah. you know, rooted uh, um, character traits or, or perspectives, yeah. those things that don't waver even when, and you know, it comes back to this idea of like, your character is tested when you're pushed to your limits. Yeah. And like, you know, people will see who you really are yeah. when, you know, uh, uh, when the shit hits the fan. And it's sort of yes. the same thing. It's like, if you're, if you're, if you distill out all of these things that are sort of tweaking your personality, if you try to throw them all out the window and there's still certain things that resonate, that did resonate when you were sort of steeped in your ego, those are probably the things that are universal yeah. or things that are closer to universal yeah. than like your specific perspective on this take that, you know, kind of is just a projection of your life experience. Yeah. And I think we should, you know, dive into the, what our ego death was like for ourselves in our own path, why we feel that's, you know, important and where we sort of are, um, where we think we're headed mm -hmm. in this this new kind of journey or uh, the journey and experience. But this is just sort of a, a nice little introduction. Yeah. Who we are, where we've come from, uh, why we're here. Check out the next episode, yeah. which will be us really diving into uh, what is an ego death and why we think it's important. Yeah. Check in with us. All right. Thanks for listening. See you on the next one.